In this episode, we'll be chatting with psychologist and author Robin Grill about how the best way to understand our children is to first understand ourselves. Think of today as your gentle reminder that parenting is a personal growth journey. Welcome to Raising Wildlings, a podcast about parenting, alternative education, and stepping into the wilderness, however that looks, with your family. Each week, we'll be interviewing experts that truly inspire us to answer your parenting and education questions. We'll also be sharing stories from some incredible families that took the leap and are taking the road less travelled. We're your hosts, Vicky and Nikki from Wildlings Forest School. Pop in your headphones, settle in, and join us on this next adventure. Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Raising Wildlings podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Farrell. Today, I am absolutely thrilled to be speaking with Robin Grill. Now, Robin is an international speaker, a psychologist, and parenting educator. He's also the author of three books, Parenting for a Peaceful World, Heart to Heart Parenting, and his newest title, Inner Child Journeys. Drawing from 30 years experience and leading-ed neuropsychological research, Robin's seminars and courses focus on healthy emotional development for children, as well as parents, while building supportive, cooperative parenting communities, just like we do and we're so passionate about here at Wildlings. In fact, his book, Heart to Heart Parenting, was the book that really kicked off my own respectful and attachment parenting journey and really began the path of deeply questioning how we wanted to raise our children in our family. Now, before we start, don't forget to subscribe so that you're notified when our next episode drops, because we've got a little surprise for you this week. Robin was so generous with his uh, time when we were recording with him that uh, with about two hours worth of content, we decided we should split it up into two beautiful sized chunks for you to enjoy. So whether you're folding the washing, out walking, or just getting some lovely time to yourself, be prepared on Thursday for the second drop. Now, a little caveat before we get started. This is deep work that Robin does. So if you do feel triggered, a good tip would be to perhaps purchase some of his books or, or hire them from the library, rent them because this work that we do together as parents is it is a personal growth journey and that means we have some unpacking to do about our own childhoods so it's very likely that you may feel triggered in not just this episode um, but I'll give you a heads up that Thursday in particular when this part two drops you may feel triggered that is a good thing the only way we grow is to be a little bit uncomfortable and to question why we're feeling so uncomfortable. But I digress. Let's get started. Hi, Robin. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, what a treat. It's great to meet you, Nikki. Good to be with you. Well, I have to be honest, I'm excited, but also a little bit daunted about helping our audience take a bit of a deep dive into our inner child. It feels like there's some deep work coming up when you dig into this book. What would you, what do you hope parents get out of inner child journeys? Great healing, great liberation, great empowerment and, and just an ever deepening natural sense of intuition about, about um, what our kids are trying to say to us through their 
weird, bizarre, and very confronting behavior. The, the, the neuroscience has opened this up tremendously so that there's, uh, now we know where the inner child lives, as it were. It's really about, about that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's body memory. It's, it's, it's simply body memory. Uh, but the scientific word for it is implicit memory. I'm just saying that because it sounds really cool. It's body memory. <laughs> I'm with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and here's the thing. Our bodies, in other words, the whole neurology from head to toe, the remarkable ability to remember everything that we have felt, okay, so emotionally in terms of our senses, we have this kind of a sensory and emotional memory of everything that we have lived, mm-hmm. uh, recorded forever in our bodies as an archive. It's like this great big library of really amazing information. The, the mm-hmm. good, the bad, and the ugly, the pain, the ecstasy, and the agony, all of it, um, mm-hmm. all the way back to, um, um, here's one to throw at you, mm-hmm. all the way back to the third trimester in the womb. So our bodies remember what, what it yeah, right? Our bodies yeah. remember what it felt like to be in our mum's tummy, what it felt like to be born. Had have known, even mm. leading up to conception, yeah. you know, about the health of my body and looking after myself and preparing for pregnancy that I just was totally blissfully unaware of. But um, if I could go back now, absolutely. I, I wish I had, I don't know where I would have learned that from because it certainly wasn't t- taught in school. But I would like to know about nurturing yourself and getting your body and your mind ready for the children. I know, and realistically, what to expect? What are the what are the pitfalls you're going to fall into? Where's the quicksand? Where are the mm-hmm. where where are the um, you know, both the, all of the highs and lows and everything in between that we we stumble into as parents, mums and dads. So it goes for the ups as well as for the downs that we don't get Absolutely. told and. A lot of we have we go through these series of little shocks, and the mm. betrayal that why did our elders keep this a secret? And that's one yes. part of the reason why why parents we we run around, you know, with our shoelaces tied to each other and we trip <laughs> over all the time because um, we're ill prepared. There's a mostly I think we get given the sort of brochure version of parenting. Yes, you know. Happy children at play, uh, and mm-hmm. saying, you know, mummy and daddy, how much I love you, um, mm-hmm. right? And it's yeah. Do you think part of the reason we only get the brochure is because we don't have that village? We're not we don't grow up around people raising children anymore. Do you think yeah, that's part of it? childhood remains invisible to most of us up until we we have our own. It's invisible. We don't see people breastfeeding. It's a kind of a no. um, put that away, please, because it's mm-hmm. you know we can see people using their naked bodies to sell cars, but you show me the top mm-hmm. of your breast while you're feeding a baby, and woe betide you, you infidel! Um, oh, it drives me bonkers. Oh, Absolutely no, bonkers. I know. Come the on. bikini models and the um, lingerie models, but heaven forbid we use them for what they're used for. But yes, I guess there's a veil <laughs> over the, the the mess of child rearing. There's a veil mm. over the over the 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 pain that is involved mm-hmm. in it, the frustration mm. that is involved in it, and 
as well as the peaks of joy and beauty. And there's a, there's a veil over the out-of-controlness that comes with it quite often. Yes. And part of that veil isn't only, and this is where it gets back to my book, it's not only about what our elders tiptoe around in the conversation and that they don't tell you in school, uh, and, but the other veil is an internal veil because we're, we're afraid to remember what it felt like to be a child from the inside of being a child. And particularly mm-hmm. when so many of us carry moments that are traumatic mm-hmm. and, and, and potentially horrible, terrifying, uh, mm. humiliating, shameful, embarrassing, and we all carry mm. that. And this is why... I'm not surprised that you said that at first, uh, at first kiss, my book is daunting mm. because the, it, the it tells it, you, yes, just the thought, yeah, yeah, and you just know straight away. Oh, there's going to be some unpacking here. There's going to be some deep work ahead, which is, you know, I'm all for it. But it's definitely a whew, suck in the big one and right. Let's let's amp ourselves up and do this. <laughs> there's there's two things to say about that. One is that um, I don't want you to relive pain. Mm. That, 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 that's not the objective. Um, mm-hmm. Nor do I have a belief that that's good for you. Mm. Nice. Um, it is not the point at all. The, the, the mm. point of tapping in to the body memory that is your wealth and I really mean it when I say it is your wealth. You, have, you are a veteran of an immense amount of experience and knowledge mm. by virtue of the fact that you lived in the human body of being a baby, a child, and an adolescent. Don't ever underestimate that. That can serve you far, far more than what you could ever imagine. The, the, the point of tapping into those, uh, the body memories at will is not to, not to sink into the painful aspects of it. Sometimes what you'll remember is delicious, but it's not to sink into the painful aspect. It's getting just close enough that you get a big aha. Mm. You get a big aha that brings you a forgiveness of yourself, which is a most mm. beautiful experience. I wish that upon you and I wish that upon all my greatest enemies. I wish that (laughs) upon all people uh, because it is, um, there's nothing better. You you, healing the world, the healing of the world starts, isn't it? I believe so. Um, Mm. In terms of our relationship with ourselves. Yes, it does. It begins there because whatever about you as a parent, whenever you find yourself disappointing, whenever that voice Mm. in your head says, you know, I wasn't a good enough mom today because I overreacted to something or I underreacted to something else. And then when that happens for the third and fourth time, you start to get frustrated <laughs> with yourself and embarrassed and then guilty mm-hmm. and, and, and ashamed. Whoa, there's nothing bigger than parent guilt. Um, and I think mm. even mother guilt in particular. So don't just live with that. That's what's hurting you. If you just leave that unattended, yeah. God, God, you deserve better than that. Here's the point mm. of 
using an inner child journey, which is to say, look at this overreaction that I keep on having. Every time my baby cries, I get irritated. Every time my, mm. my toddler has a tantrum, I feel like yelling, you know, I'm having my own tantrum to my child's toddler and etc. <laughs> or when they don't eat their food, I feel like screaming and look at me. I'm having those reactions over and over and over again. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Okay, so stop. And then if you become interested in these reactions that you keep on having mm -hmm. or, or underreactions also, become interested. Where did that come from? When did I first feel this way? And you will find a place in your early experience, long before you were a parent, that completely is the source of these overreactions. Mm -hmm. You don't need to relive it. All you need to go is sit in front of it and know that that was you. And suddenly you'll be flooded with compassion for yourself. What comes next is what I call the ah, no wonder experience. And you'll hear it in your own head. You'll be going, <laughs> no wonder I react this way. You know, uh... you, you'll feel like, hey, when I was crying like a baby, no one would pick me up and I panicked and it's unbearable and I never want to hear that kind of a cry again in my life because it terrifies me. Mm -hmm. Or... Or, you know, when somebody, you know, when I was having tantrums, I used to get punished and shame all the time. It was humiliating. It made me feel worthless. It was horrible. Mm. And now I can't stand my child being defiant. And you'll understand yourself. The, the, what, I, what I love about this, which is why I wrote this book, because I want to share this with everybody in the galaxy, is that... If you once you know somebody's backstory, even if you don't like their behavior, but you start to care about them, your heart opens up to them once you know their backstory and you realize that people's behavior is a biography. It tells you where where they've been loved, it tells you where they've been they've been scarred. If there's been no therapy, no healing of some kind the scars and the wounding still shows through their behavior and you understand people so much more Absolutely. deeply. And now you're talking about human intuition. Yeah, I can, I can think of multiple people where I don't need to forgive their behavior, but the incidental forgiveness absolutely comes from that compassion of understanding how they've grown up and yeah. who they've grown up with. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's powerful. It's the same. The same goes for you. The more that you understand and connect with what it felt like to be a child for you in, in, in all of those mm. key moments, you know, the unborn child, the being born child, the baby, the toddler, the adolescent, the more that you reconnect with what mm. it felt like from the inside, you grow in self-worth. You just, you understand your foibles, your limits, your your propensity to overreact and underreact in certain when you're triggered in particular ways and that that self compassion is like jet fuel for for mm, growth it? and development it's an, it makes you naturally and organically much better equipped to make the growth and the changes that you desire to make for yourself mm. when you want to be less kind of triggerable by your children and your partners and your friends and um, first understand your inner child and you, you will move forward. Um, and so the, the, mm. the, the journey map that I give you in the book shows you how to answer the call of your inner child in a really practical, oh, nice. feasible and realistic way in the present moment.
you know, how to nurture the baby that wanted to be held, that lives in you, how to give more freedom to the toddler that wanted to express him or herself in a way that is appropriate to your adult age. Practical ways to do that that are really freeing and empowering. And so there's this huge double whammy that comes your way about your own expansion as a human being, your your own maturation, because the more that you feed your inner child, the more adult and wise that you naturally become. It releases the inner adult in you more and more and more. Mm. The, The second whammy in that is that the more that you have your dialogue with your inner child, inner adolescent, it gives, it helps you to see through the fog of your own children's behavior, your weird, the, the weird behavior from your kids because they, they, mm-hmm. they don't tend to tell you directly what they need from you. Usually, sometimes they do, no. but often it's, it's in code. It's codified in their wacky behavior. <laughs> their irritating and annoying, testing, testy behavior. And you start to go, aha, I know what that is. Because I've remembered what that was for me when I was their age. I know what that, I know what helps that. I think that's something as a parent when I know personally I found really frustrating is that once you got through the, okay, have they been fed? Do they need a nap? Do they need a cuddle? Do they need a, exactly, what, what is it? How, how do we go deeper as parents when we're being triggered by our children and it's really difficult to find out, like you said, what cracked the code of what's going on. Mostly by looking at um, what we have placed in the way of seeing them. Because mm. the intuition is there. You've got it in, 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 in you've got a lot of it. And, and a lot of your intuition mm. comes from your own body memory of having been the same age as your child. Mm. The reason why we can't see them clearly, you know, what's the mud on our windscreen? is the fact that we've been triggered. So the, say, let's say, for instance, your child is saying, no, I don't want to eat that meal that took you two hours to prepare so deliciously. Uh, that happened about half an hour before we started. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then, you know, and then what comes up for you is um, I'm going to make it up as I go along, okay? But you, you, <laughs> we get triggered. So the little voices in the head that start saying, God, this is such a, thankless task and nobody appreciates mothers and my child is god what a rude little Feels like groundhog riddle, rude little person and yeah groundhog because it happened you know every day for the last 100 years because it feels like i've been a parent for 100 <laughs> years and you know naughty child and um and if you knew you know the starving children in some other part of the world you'd be you'd appreciate the <laughs> boiled carrot that i gave you and and um well, you know, listen to because the, the stories that those kind of voices in your head are not random at all. No, no, that's my my mother and my mother's mother and her mother's mother's mother. <laughs> yeah, your all of your ancestors are shouting inside of you, uh, and 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 plus your own inner inner toddler is 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 screaming as well. And if mm. if we think that this is about my kid naughty child you've completely blocked your vision and that's why at first people say don't tell me i'm being triggered this is not me it's my kid's fault that's a that's a pride (laughs) thing but it it's it's the quickest way to completely 
disempower yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And once we understand the principle of triggering, because there's no human alive that doesn't get triggered, you know, something confronts you in your immediate environment and there's a huge potential. It happens, it'll happen by sunset tonight that that there's a there's a there's a body memory that comes up out of your past and what you think you're seeing is not you you're seeing your own history projected onto the person in front of you the same is true for the conflicts mm-hmm. or not all of them but a, but quite a few of the conflicts you have with your partner with your neighbor mm-hmm. with with your friends with um you know the this inner child work applies not just to you as a parent it applies to all of your relationships Oh, that's so true. Yeah. The, the unpacking I've done as a parent and the impact it's had for good yeah. on my relationships in both my, you know, my partner and my family has been immeasurable, absolutely immeasurable. Yeah. So we kind of, we think we're arguing, arguing with our partner. We're kind of boxing with our own childhood and they, they're doing <laughs> the same thing with us. And, and it's a kind of a projection mm. war. So blame wars and stuff like that. I mean, do you know what's really daunting? Do you know what we should be terrified of? Not doing, <laughs> not doing the inner child work is what's daunting. Oh, so true, Robin. It really is. So Look true. at what we live with. <laughs> you can't let that happen. I honestly, no, I think back and think if I hadn't, and, and this is like I've been completely truthful, if, you, if I hadn't discovered your book and it hadn't led me down the garden path and through a million rabbit warrens, I can't imagine the type of relationship that I would currently have with A, my children, but B, my partner as well. It, it would be drastically different if I hadn't done the work from your books. So thank you from my family <laughs> for helping me begin my unpacking. I can't wait to see what happens by the end of your of inner child journey. Well, that's, that's a joy to hear, Nikki, and thank you so much. I'm, I'm so glad. This is why I write that stuff because... I, I want that for you, you know. I, I, I'd love to hear that's that kind of revelation going on in 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 my in my country, in my world, in my community. That's what mm. what's helped me. That's what helped me so much in my life. Gosh, I, I say the same thing. I'm. It kind of gives me a shiver up my spine when I think, <laughs> what would I have been like as a dad, as a husband, as a friend, had I just stayed mm. as business as usual from when I was twenty, 20 onwards. Mm. I, I, I just, I honestly, I really shudder to think. Can I get a collective oof? I don't know about you, but I feel ready and a bit terrified about delving into my own inner child to see what comes up. I know I can feel that I've got some unpacking to do after that session. But today I would say my gold nugget was that the best way to understand our children is to first understand ourselves And most importantly, that parenting is a personal growth journey and sometimes that can be uncomfortable, but the best work and the best results comes from those times and moments when we feel most uncomfortable. So that's why having a village around us is so important so that we can unpack that in safe places, experiment with that, discuss it with friends uh, and see what that might look like on the other side. Before we want to go, we want to thank you and we have a favour to ask. We want to help more parents explore their inner child and help them on their own self-growth journey. 
So if you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share with a friend or take a screenshot of the podcast artwork and post it on your Insta or Facebook pages. It might not seem like much, but your word of mouth is making a huge difference in how and where our podcast is reaching. And if you'd like a little inspo to help try and change around or experiment with the language in your family, just head to www.wildlingsforestschool.com forward slash free dash downloadables to get your free words of empathy and validation printable. I've got mine on my fridge for those rough days when I've got nothing left except to look at a fridge and have the fridge tell me what I should be saying in this moment. Thank you and until next week, stay wild.